Tanet Pergimal Mishnah Chet. I'll call Sarah Shalot Tavo Alasibum Matsrin Alehem for every calamity that might befall the community. Okay, uh, well, literally it means shelotava, which means that that will not befall the community. But this is a, a euphemism, an expression to avoid saying that troubles will befall the Jewish people. So I'll call Sarah shelotava alasibul matzirin for every calamity that might befall the Jewish community. So that is for every calamity that threatens the Jewish community. We fast and sound the shofar. So this is for any serious calamity such as disease, tax, high taxes, exorbitant taxes, government decrees that forbid the performance of mitzvot. Chutz merov geshamim, except for excessive rain that causes. Hardship. Okay, so this is a case where people must leave their homes because of the rising water. Even in such a situation, we do not ask God to stop the rain, as we will see in the story that follows. Okay, why? Because, well, I mean, we'll see We'll see in the story, um, but essentially it's because rain is intrinsically a blessing. We do not ask God to end it unless it causes actual harm. So this is talking about Eretz Israel, where the makeup of the land is such that all rain is essentially beneficial, even if the people do not perceive it as such and find it burdensome. In other lands, though, where too much rain causes damage, we do pray for it to end. So we're going to see a story now. So once happened during a drought, they said to Choni, the circle maker, okay, and he's given this name because of this story, they asked him, pray that rain should fall. He said to them, Go outside and bring in the ovens that will be used for roasting the Pesach offering so that they will not dissolve in the rain. So those in those times, portable ovens made of clay were kept outside in courtyards. This incident took place at the end of Adar, when they had just built the new ovens in which to roast the Pesach offering of the following month. The clay had not yet hardened, so it would dissolve in the rain. Choli was so confident that his prayers would be answered right away that he told the people to prepare for a great downpour. So he prayed, but did not fall. Ma what did he do? He drew a circle on the ground, stood inside it, and said before God, Master of the universe, your children turn their faces towards me to pray for them because I am like a member of the household before you. Okay, as in they didn't ask him to pray, or he's saying, they didn't ask me to pray because I'm great in scholarship or the accomplishments. Rather, they turn to me because I'm so frequently in your presence during prayer that I seem like a member of your household and I have easy access to you. So, Nishba Ani Vishimcha Hagadosh I swear by your great name that I will not move from here until you have mercy on your children. Rain began to drizzle down. He said, I do not ask for such rain, but rather for rain that were for the pits, ditches, and vaults. Okay, that's where water stored. So it's chiluli and bizarre. So no, then it began to fall furiously. He said, No, I do not ask for such rain, but rather for rain of goodwill. Blessing and benevolence. Yadu kitzitz gnan. Rain fell normally and continued falling. Until all the Jews had to leave in the, the, the homes in Jerusalem for higher ground on the Temple Mount because of the rain. They came and said to Choni, Just as you prayed for rain to fall, pray that it shall go away. He says to them, Go and see whether the stone of the loss has been raised, i.e., covered by water. This was a large stone in Jerusalem upon which a person who found a lost item would stand and announce his find. One who had lost such an item would receive it if he could offer proof that it was his. So it goes, can, can we see if this stone has been covered? Since this stone was on a high level, it would not be covered by water unless there had been a flood. Only then was Choni prepared to ask God to stop the rain. Shalach lo Shimon ben Shatach. So Shimon ben Shatach sent him the following message. Il Choni ata gozrani alecha nidoi. Were you not Choni, a man known for his righteousness, I will put you under a ban for speaking disrespectfully to God. As in, he's didn't just ask for rain. He asked, 
twice. Okay, so a ban of, of, of excommunication is pronounced on a person who does not show proper respect for Torah scholars. So all the more so for one who does not show proper respect for God. So, so Shimon ben Shatach said this to him, if you were not a Choni, I will put you in Nidoi, Aval Ma. But what should I do to you? For you are like a young god before a young child before God, so he fulfills your wishes just like a young son who makes requests before his father, and his father fulfills his wishes. But so even though a young child often words the requests improperly, the father will nevertheless fulfill the request. It was about such people that the Torah says, May your father and mother be glad, and may she who bore you rejoice. A parent will be proud of a child like you since Hashem has your request. He's clearly pleased with you and I will not place you under a ban. Mishnah says, The Mishnah discusses what is done if the community's prayers for rain are answered during the course of a fast. So how you mitzan it? So let's say they've been fasting for rain since the previous evening or since the first light of dawn. And rain fell before sunrise, they do not complete the fast. The fast does not truly begin until sunrise. Therefore, fast rain, if rain fell before them, they do not need to continue fasting. However, if rain began to fall after sunrise, they finished fast because once that fast has begun, fast has begun, it must be finished. Now, Rabbi Eliezer Omer, Rabbi Eliezer said, If the rain began to fall before midday, they do not complete the fast. However, if it began after midday, midday, they do complete the fast. Now, Rabbi Eliezer holds that a fast does not truly begin until the majority of people miss a meal, which occurs at midday, when most people eat their first meal. Therefore, if it began to rain before midday, they do not continue Fasting. However, the first opinion that says it's from the morning, that is um, that is basically sunrise. They hold that that sunrise will be when uh, when when the fast is continued to begin because that's when laborers eat their meal. But Rabbi Lezer holds no. That's the the majority of people. However, wait until lunch. Now. It once happened that they decreed a fast in Lot for rain and rain fell before midday. Rabbi Tarfan told them, eat, drink, make a day of feasting. They went out, ate and drank a made of day of feasting. They went out to the synagogue in the afternoon and recited the great Hallel to thank God for the rain. Okay, so they... Um, so we see that this supports Rabbi Lezer's ruling that even though it rain, that the rain fell before midday, Rabbi Tarfan said, no, it's fine, go and eat and drink and, uh, and uh, make a Yom Tov because, uh, you know, for him, that was when the, the fast, for him, midday was when the, the fast is considered to fully have begun. Have a great day.